thank your worthiness. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me. All, 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 all the days of my life. Amen. I don't ever have to wonder. It's always there. I may not always see it. I may not always recognize it. But it's always present. Praise God. What a great presence of the Lord. Amen. You can be seated. You've been such a great audience of worship and standing, and we do a lot of exercise. If you don't get exercise anywhere else, you ought to come to church at least once a week to get a good workout. Amen. Well, this is a new season. Summertime is here, and school is out, and vacations are going to begin, and camps, and who will... Who knows what all uh, the summer is going to bring us. And I am thankful for a new summer season. I'm kind of looking forward after the hard, hard, hard freeze that we endured. I'm kind of looking forward to some heat this summer. Amen. Some of you shaking your head no. Well, we're going to get some whether you like it or not, so you might as well get ready for it. Some things about living in Houston area, you don't get a choice in, and the weather's one of them. I looked this morning, the men who came in to pray to see if any of them had webbed feet yet, and we didn't, so that means we're okay, in spite of all the rain. But this is a new season that we are entering into, and I believe that it is a significant season for our church. We have lived through... One of the most troubling times uh, in modern history. I don't know that when it is all said and done, that there will be any that will match the days that we have lived through over the last few months and year. We have battled an invisible and insidious disease that has tormented and troubled us night and day. We have been watching as our country has unraveled from strife and discord and there has been this disjointedness, it seems, on every hand to all of life. We have lost some things over the past few months that have left a big hole in our life and they have made us reevaluate so much of our life, the emotional and mental toll that it has taken on us is very telling. Security has been replaced by uncertainty. Peace has succumbed to panic. Confidence has been stripped away in faithlessness. And courage has collapsed in the presence of fearfulness. More importantly, we have even lost loved ones 
and friends during this season that has left a huge hole in our life. If I could sum it up in one statement, I think it would be simple and plain for me to say that life has taken our song. What our life needs right now is a summer of psalms. Amen. I want you to say that with me. A summer of psalms. And so beginning this morning and going through the entirety of this summer season, we are going to be in a season of celebration. Amen. Anybody going to join me? Anybody ready for the party? Anybody ready for a good time in the presence of God? Anybody ready to lay some burdens down and let go of some troubles? Anybody here this morning interested in a summer of psalms, a season of rejoicing? We have been through a time of tears and sorrows, but we need this place to be filled with the sound of joy, laughter, Amen. I believe it's important that we as the children of God know how to laugh and have a good time. And we're going to try to do that this summer. Amen. We're going to surprise you with some services. We may even push you outdoors and get under a tent somewhere and have church outside. Maybe we could get out of these doors and maybe we could loosen up a little bit. Amen. Sometimes we get into this formal atmosphere and we sit down and we become real formal with God. But I think God's interested in, in, in some people who are ready for a summer of celebration. Amen. I'm ready for a time of renewal and refreshing and anointing. Amen. I am ready for this summer season to be turned into a festival of praise. Somebody going to join me in that? Praise God. Clap your hands to the Lord and give Him praise. Amen. And so we're going to have a summer of psalms. We're going to have some special singing events. We're going to have some special services. Every service is going to be special as a matter of fact. I'm believing that. We're going to have some surprises. You don't ever want to miss church because we always have surprises. You may come on a Wednesday night expecting a Bible study and wind up with a homemade ice cream festival. You may wind up coming to church on a Sunday and find out that we're in the uh, we're, we're giving away lollipops and we're going to have us a big party. We're going to have party hats for everybody. We're going to have favors so that you can come in here and enjoy being in the. God is not upset that you and I enjoy His presence. Some of us act like if we get out of our little two by two square that we might offend God. God won't be offended if you get out of your little box. He lives outside the box. He does things outside the box. He wants you and I to learn how to live outside this little restrictive area that we draw around our life. And now for my sermon, my message today. Man, I guess I need to get to preaching. My time's running out. In order for this summer to be truly a summer of psalms and a season of celebration... In a time of rejoicing, I, I believe that it necessitates God helping us get our voice back. 
Amen. In particular, your song. Amen. It may be that you've not completely lost your song, but you have lost the life and the spirit of the song. That you sing, but it's not with vitality. It's not with energy. It's not with faith. It's not with courage. You you just kind of go through the routine and the ritual because that's what you're supposed to do. But I believe God wants to breathe life into some of us and put within us a brand new song for this season of the summer. I believe that God wants to resurrect some dead things and some praise that has become dormant. Many of us are struggling just to keep up a show at times and God said, hey, this isn't about keeping up a show. This is about enjoying what I want to do in your life on a day-by-day basis I want to fill your heart with songs and reasons to sing. And so, for this new season that we are entering in, this is what my prayer for this Sunday morning is. That God will give us a new song for this new season. Amen. Say that with me. God, give me a new song for this new season. Say it again. Give me a new song for this new season that I am entering into. A season of breakout and breakthrough. A freedom, a let your hair down kind of day. You know where you just get down and get serious about God and living for God and worshiping God. Worship Him like nobody's watching. Praise Him like nobody's watching. Glorify Him like it's just you and God alone. That's what we need in this place, in this hour, in this time. Go with me to the book of Psalms chapter 96. We're going to read the entirety of the psalm beginning with verse number 1. And it's not long and so it will go quickly. But Psalms 96, you may not be aware of the significance of this particular Psalm, but it has a message that is powerfully important for you and I today in this service. And it reads like this, sing unto the Lord a new song. Sing unto the Lord all the earth. Sing unto the Lord, bless his name. Show forth his salvation from day to day. Declare his glory among the heathen, his wonders among all the people. For the Lord is great and greatly to be praised. He is to be feared above all gods. For all the gods of the nations are idols. But the Lord made the heavens. Honor and majesty are before him. Strength and beauty are in his sanctuary. Oh, did you hear that? Strength and beauty are in his sanctuary. Give unto the Lord, O ye kindreds of the people. Give unto the Lord glory and strength. Give unto the Lord the glory due unto his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Fear before him all the earth. Say among the heathen that the Lord reigneth. Amen. I think it's important that we underscore that verse right there and make that our, our, our purpose for this summer that we are going to let the world know that our God 
still reigns. Will somebody join me in that? Yeah, I'm going to let the world around me know that my God, I don't know about your God, but my God still reigns. The Lord also shall be established that it shall not be moved. He shall judge the people righteously. Verse 11 said, let the heavens rejoice and let the earth be glad. That's you and I. Let the earth be glad. Let the sea roar and the fullness thereof. Let the field be joyful and all that there is, that is therein. Then shall all the trees of the wood rejoice before the Lord. For he cometh, for he cometh to judge the earth. For he shall judge the world with righteousness and the people with his truth. And everybody said, Amen. You may be seated again. Amen. What a powerful passage of Scripture. I don't have time to go into all the details of it, but there are two significant points that I want to make. Number one is, you may not be aware of this, but that verse, that chapter, actually contains the middle verse of the Bible. If you were to open your Bible to the middle part of the Bible and put your finger down, it would fall on Psalms 96. In particular, it would fall on Psalms 96 verse 11. So what does the middle verse of the Bible have to say to us this morning? Could you put verse 11 back up there? It says, let the heavens rejoice and let the earth be glad Let the sea roar and the fullness thereof. It is important that you and I understand that at the very heart of the Bible, the one thing God wanted to get through to you and I was how important it is that we never lose our praise and that we never lose our joy and that we never let go of that song that He has put in our soul. That's powerful, folks. Of all the verses that could have been the middle verse, that one right there at the very heart of the Bible is a call for the whole planet to lift its voice in joyful song. But it is also in this chapter that you will find one of the nine calls to sing a new song. Nine times in Scripture, there is a call for us to sing a new song, six times in Psalms, one time in Isaiah, and twice in the book of Revelation. There is a call for a new song. Nine is a significant number in Scripture. Nine is known as the number of finality. It is the last of the digits and marks the end. And literally it speaks of the conclusion of the matter. So if you wanted to put that in our, our modern vernacular, you would say that when God puts uh, 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 the conclusion of the matter before us, the conclusion of the matter is this. Let the earth be glad. Let the heavens rejoice. Let there be a song that goes forth from your lips that magnifies and glorifies Him. 
And in particular, the number nine speaks of the finality of man. That when you have gone to the end of man, there you will find that God has an answer. So why would God emphatically call on nine occasions for you and I to sing a new song? Because God knows the power singing has to help us cope with life. God knows the power that singing has to help us cope with the challenges of life. He knows the healing that is released in us when we sing. He wanted you and I to know that we have access to a powerful tool in our life that can help us navigate life's ups and downs. Singing is therapeutic to the soul. Not only to the soul, but also to the whole man. Not just listening to music, but singing with the music. Research has discovered that there are some ten benefits. This isn't Bible, this is research. But research has discovered that there are ten benefits that helps you and I when we learn to sing our song. Number one, it reduces stress. That when you and I sing, it lowers something in our body called cortisol, which is the producer of stress in our body. So that when we learn how to sing, we are engaging something in our life that will actually bring the stress level down in our life. Some of you ought to jump up and start singing right now. (laughs) Number two, they have discovered that singing stimulates the immune response of the body and it helps you fight off sickness. Now this isn't Bible. This is research. It boosts your immune system, helping you fight off all kind of illnesses. Your body produces a higher level of immunoglobin, which fends off infection in your body. So I have news for you. If you want to keep some sickness away from you, maybe you need to start singing again. Now I know you think that's a little radical, but Research says that it happens. Number three, it actually, when you sing, it increases your pain threshold. It causes your body, listen to this, it causes your body to release endorphins, which are your body's natural painkillers. So when you sing, it is actually enabling you to deal more adequately with the painful events that happen in your life. It promotes a positive feeling and changes our perception of pain. It actually raises the pain tolerance level in your body when you learn how to sing. Now, I can feel right now some of you are bowing up 
like myself like I am. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> if you'd open your mouth and start singing, we might find a new you around here. Number four. Now this ought to help some of you. It may improve your snoring. <laughs> that's research. That's what research. That's not in the Bible. That's research. But this is what they discovered in their studies. That when people sing, it helps develop their lungs. And in developing their lungs, it helps develop their breathing to be more efficient so that they're able to lay down at night and go to sleep and not have as traumatic a night as they might if they didn't. It brings more oxygen to the brain and some of us need a little more oxygen to our brain. Number five, I said some of us, I'm one of those. Number five, it improves lung function. It gives strength to weakened lungs. It improves the oxygen level in the blood when you sing. Because when singing comes, you have to open your mouth and breathe. This is not singing. This is singing. It's like my dad said. He said, somebody said, how do you sing? He said, I sing by letter. I said, what do you mean sing by letter? He said, I open my mouth and I let her fly. And that's how you and I need to, we need to open our mouth and we need to let it out because when we do, it, it does something to our physical body. Number six, it improves, it develops a sense of belonging and connection when you sing with others. It has a bonding effect to you and you don't feel as alone. You don't feel as isolated. It actually produces oxytocin, which is the love hormone in the body. It actually releases the love hormone in the body. Some of you might need to work on this. Man, it causes you to release good hormones in your body instead of the toxic stuff that sometimes comes out. Number seven, it enhances memory in people who are suffering from dementia and other illnesses that affect the mind. And this is what they discovered, that when you can get someone to sing... They can remember words, but in remembering those words, it actually triggers things in the mind that have been suppressed and forgotten for years, and it brings it back to their memory. Many of you know Brother Morris, who was a long-time faithful man of God at Live Tabernacle. His latter years were filled with this issue of dementia and and Alzheimer's. He didn't know anything, but this is what his son Gerald told me. He said, we could come in 
He would not say a word. He could not communicate with us. We could not get him to communicate with us. But he said as soon as somebody sat down and started singing one of the old hymns, he would automatically start singing. He remembered every word. He could sing every line. And as soon as they quit singing, he went back into that deep darkness that nobody could pull him out of. What are you saying? I'm saying that there's a power in song that can bring you out of the darkness that life can push you into. Number eight, they have discovered that singing helps with grief. Besides helping with physical pain, it also helps people cope with emotional pain. It keeps depression away When people learn to sing, they have discovered that it keeps depression at bay. Number nine, it improves mental health and mood. It improves our sense of well-being. And number ten, it helps improve our speaking abilities. It stimulates multiple areas of the brain. And helps the brain to communicate more freely when we learn the value of singing. That's what research has discovered. Amen. Powerful. Nothing accesses the inner world of feelings and sensations and memories like singing does. It releases what has been locked up inside of us. And all of these discoveries, God already knew everything about them because he is the one that created the song. He didn't give a song for us just to have a melody. He gave us a song for it to become a healing agent in our life. He gave us a song so it could become the help that we needed in our time of struggle. He gave us a song so that when we're going through dark times in our life, there's an aid to help us get through that darkness. That when we sing, that we actually activate old memories and we bring back to the forefront of our mind the many times that God has already taken care of us and we're here because of that. Amen. All of its benefits, all of its help, all of its healing, all of its strength, all of it was wrapped up in the song that he gave to you and I. Nothing, listen to me, there is nothing that accesses this world of help and healing And hope like a song. No wonder the psalmist said, Sing unto the Lord a new song. No wonder the psalmist in his distress said, I will sing a new song unto the Lord. And even if you're in a place where you don't feel like you can muster up a song, Psalms 40 is there for you as well because the Bible said that God will put a song in your mouth so that you can access this. God wants you and I to learn how important it is for us to sing. And I believe that God wants to give us a new song for a new season of our life. Clap your hands to the Lord and give Him praise right now. Hallelujah. You see, the voice is like a bridge from the heart to the head. 
to the heavens. Amen. It freely releases what has been locked up. Singing then is not an option for the child of God. It is one of the essential ministries of the church. Singing is the highest form of human expression. And of all the musical instruments that may be employed to praise God, there is nothing more powerful than the one that you possess this morning in your voice. And it is your voice that God would rather hear than the organ or, or the piano or the drums or the guitar or anything else that could be used as an instrument. God wants to hear your voice because in declaring your voice, you you are accessing his power and when you open your mouth and you begin to sing your song and you sing the song that God has put in your heart then you are accessing a power that will bring healing and help and strength into your life and it will bring you to a new level of living. All the benefits of, of, of singing become yours. Music and singing allows the Holy Ghost to sensitize me and resensitize me to the presence of God. Singing is what brings a release and it reorients me toward God. And singing allows a dead, unresponsive nature to become spiritually sensitive again to the presence of the Almighty. No wonder that when Saul was troubled by an evil spirit, what did he do? He called on the minstrel. He called on David to come and play his harp and sing his beautiful song. And the Bible said that when David played and he sang that that evil spirit would leave him. The conclusion of the matter is this. You and I need a new song for a new season. You and I need a new song for a new season. When the way is different Difficult, and when life is challenging and when the way is hard and when it is difficult to pray and when we are hurting and lonely, we need a song. Somebody say, God, give me a new song for this new season. The feeling of the present moment may be adverse to praise and gladness and your joy and laughter may seem out of place in the present world in which you live. And yet here is what I've come to declare to you. That in this miserable world in which you may be living right now. If there is anything that world needs to hear. They need to hear a sound of joy. They need to hear a sound of praise. They need to hear a sound of rejoicing. They need to let. Somebody needs to let the world know. My God is not dead. My God still lives. And my God still reigns. How often in times like these are we tempted to settle for less, pretending that things are okay and we give in to the inevitable. There may be some who say, I can't sing. It's just too hard to sing. I'm too hurt to sing. Like Israel who said we cannot sing because we're in a strange land. We're in a strange place. We're in an uncomfortable environment. And they concluded that because they were in Babylon, they could not sing. 
And though Babylonians asked them, where was their song? And did they have a song? They said, how can we sing? And my question is, why can't you sing? Of all places that need to hear that sound, Babylon needs to hear the sound that there's a God who still reigns on the throne. If there's ever a place that the song needs to be heard, it needs to be heard in our world right now. It needs to be heard in our culture. Amen. I want to challenge some of your thinking this morning. Sometimes we make assumptions about life when we're in a strange place that lead us to assume that we can't do it. And I've come to tell you that can't needs to leave right now because you can do it. Amen. You can do it. Be careful of what your heart tries to tell you that you cannot do because it could be the very thing God has given you to access to help get you out of your misery and get you out of your sorrow and get you out of your trouble and get you out of your heartache. It could be the very thing that God is sending your way right now. It's a new melody. It's a new song to sing. It's new words that come forth from your mouth of praise and glory and honor to God. Amen. What we really need in hours like this is not a stiff upper lip. We're just going to bear it, grin and bear it. We're just going to take it and be bloody but unbowed. What our world needs and what we need right now is not a stiff upper lip, but a loosed lip. Yeah, we need our lips to be loosed so that we can open our mouth and praise Him. Like Paul and Silas, beaten and put away in the inner prison. But deep in that dark crevice of the cave, something was heard. It was the sound of singing. It was the sound of praise. Why? Because it doesn't matter where life puts you. It can never put you far enough away that you can't access the power of God through a song and through your praise. I want to tell you why the devil has fought some of you so hard. Because if you ever open your mouth and start singing, he's not going to have a chance of discouraging you any longer. He's not going to have a chance to make you depressed. He's not going to be able to discourage you another moment. If you'll just open your mouth and start singing, open your mouth and start praising God, something's going to be released in your body. There's going to be a healing that's going to flow into you. Hallelujah. I'm going to close with this. So what do you declare when you sing? Number one, you declare that I may be down, but I'm not out. Amen. I may be down, but I'm not out. I may be broken, but I'm not defeated. I may be in a mess, but I'm not the mess that I'm in. Number two, when we sing, we sing to prove that though I may be a captive of circumstances, I am still the child of God. And that, my friend, is more powerful than any circumstance you may find yourself in this morning. That no matter where you are, no matter what your situation 
I am still a child of God. Come on, some of you relax. You can't go anywhere. It's raining outside. Now we need it to rain on the inside right now. We need to open our mouth and let our song out. Why? Because there's healing in the house. There's deliverance in the house. There's miracles in the house. There's release in the house. Hallelujah. When I praise him, I keep faith alive. Amen. When I praise him, I keep faith alive. No matter where you are, God is still accessible. Number four, by singing, we declare who we are and whose we are. Amen. Here's the tragedy. Some of us have forgotten who we are and whose we are. And because we have forgotten who we are and whose we are, we have begun believing every lie that the world throws at us. You're broken. You're messed up. You're no good. You'll never be any better. You'll never climb out of that. You'll never get away from there. You'll never be any different than that. But I've come to tell you that the devil and the world is a liar. I've come to declare to you today that there is a means that God has given to you and I that will release me and give me access to healing and give me access to help. And it will bring that into my life on a daily basis. That's why we need a new song for a new season. Stand with me right now. Amen. Listen to me. You cannot always change the tone of life. But you can change your tune. You can't always pick and choose what life brings you. You can't always decide whether you're going to go through a day of trouble or not. But you can decide the attitude through which you're going to live through those troubles. You can decide, you know what? God's given me something to help bring healing. I'm going to access that. You don't even have to. You can make up your song. Matter of fact, some of you need to do that. You, you need to loosen up a little bit. You're so rigidly structured by what's up there that if it's not up there, you can't do it. You need something in here. You need something that transfers between here and here that connects to heaven. And it's your own song. Yeah. You, you, you need to learn how powerful that song is. That when you open your mouth, it's going to release some love endorphins in your life. People might be able to get along with you a little better. I feel some resistance right now. Yeah. I feel like I'm battling hell right now. Why? Because the devil doesn't want you to discover the power that's in your mouth right now. He doesn't want you to discover how powerful that song is that God has put in your soul and how important it is that you open your mouth and you let it out. Now some of you are wondering, what do you want me to do, Brother Hughes? I want you to sing. I want you to start it right now. Come on. I want you to sing. I want you to sing your song. 
I want you to sing your song. I, I want you to lift your voice. I want you to let your words out. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah.